Hello. Hello and welcome hello. to the Monday Movies Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, in a week where Toby Stubbs has released new music, the Oscars. Oh, for have... goodness' sake! <laughs> uh, do we have to mention that every five minutes? Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief! Yeah. Something else then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's out, and you'll hear it very shortly as well. Oh, do we have oh. to play it? Yes. We... Thank you, Luke. You're my favourite. No, I thank you, <laughs> Duncan. Uh, Toby. Uh, yeah. Uh, what have you? Yeah. Uh, uh, I look forward well, to that. And What's it called, Toby? It's called Goodbye. It features oh. Harry Cairns, and mm-hmm. uh, it's out right now. It's, it's out right now. Shortly. It's available uh, everywhere. <laughs> every streaming service, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but we'll test that later on. Okay, good. Um, in the show. Maybe ask but, Alexa, uh, see if she knows. Yeah, maybe I'll ask you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, good. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of Luke and Duncan tonight, not much from me. How do you know that? We haven't done it yet. Uh, I just have a feeling. Oh, okay, good. You got a premonition. Let's see. Let's see if you're right, then, shall we? Let's see. Let's start the show and see if Toby's right and there's not okay. much Toby. Let's find out. Okay. Kick us off, Toby. It's Monday movies at seven p.m. Here we go. <laughs> Might not be seven p.m. when you listen okay. to this. Okay. It's Monday movies. I don't know what time it is. Let's get it going. Duncan Strip here with you on Monday Movies along with Toby Stubbs and uh, Luke Davis, which Hi. means. I'm back. Good evening, boys. Good evening. Person. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah. Not Boys, bad. not guys, because we've, we've been looking online and apparently five guys opened in Wickham today up by the retail park and really busy. We're only three guys. Yeah, we're only three guys, yeah. but five guys are up by the. Uh, Empire Cinema, aren't they? Yeah, but do you remember cinemas? Remember them? Remember them? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm not even sure if that Empire Cinema is going to reopen when it all goes back. To- back to normal. Uh, and, and at this point, we should say that Duncan's having horrific, t- uh, terrible internet problems today. Uh, so the chances are he will drop in and out throughout the show. Back yeah, to you, I Duncan. I, everything should be fine at the moment, according to what I'm looking at. Oh no! It, it's seven o'clock. You dropped out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, excellent. Well, that's good. Anyway, we're here for another hour of film chat and reviews. We'll be reviewing uh, the new uh, film from the Russo brothers called Cherry, which is on Apple TV+, Plus. the new ITV thriller series Grace, and also uh, the Netflix documentary Pele. Uh, as well as that, we'll take a look at some of the Oscar nominations that were announced today, and we've got a DVD and um, internet top ten films. All that to come, but before all of that before all of that something not film related at all we're going to play some music because what? mr toby music? has a oh. new single out Yay! as we were talking about Thank last you. week do you mean this week's single of the week is oh. it's this week's single of the week on drive time oh, no higher guys no higher accolade is available than being single of the week despite the fact that he was boasting online that it was being played in australia i know the look at that toby. was it it was yeah where was that? Was it Perth? Uh, do you know what? I don't actually know. It just I know it's an Australian radio station. I don't actually know where. I think it might have been Perth. How did that happen? Right. Oh, I, do you know what? I must have sent it out to a, a few, quite a few radio stations, and, and one of them picked it's it up. Hot. Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just crazy. It's, it's just really crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's news to me that there are other radio stations. But okay, if you, if you, if you believe there are some out there, feel free to send your yeah, product. Out. Traitor. Uh, the new single is called "Goodbye." It's by Toby Stubbs. It features Harry Cairns. Should we take a listen to it now? Yes, please. Okay, here we go. This is "Goodbye." It's about time I lock this door Leave it all behind and think nothing more And dive into the sea of responsibility I've been given the all clear The captain's waiting for me at the pier I'm leaving now but you have to stay Oh, 
Toby Stubbs featuring Harry Cairns. Is it Cairns or Cat Cups? Can, no, Cairns, yeah. Cairns. Yeah. Yes. I doubt I'll ever see you again. Do you know what my favourite bit of that song is? The end? No. The solo. <laughs> no, the guitar bit. Really like Harry's guitar. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so the favourite... Yeah. So let me just get this straight. The favourite bit of Toby's new song isn't his drumming no. or his singing no, or his it's songwriting. Harry's, no, it's all it's about Harry's Harry. guitar solo. No. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm going to back Luke. That's my favourite part of the song as well. Yeah. Okay. It's, when, it's uh, just very good. It's just really nice guitar. I just really like it. It, it is. It is. He's, a, he's an incredible musician and guitarist. Yeah. Maybe you should do an instrumental version where it's just him doing with the guitar. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea. What do you think? Um, but when we, when we recorded it, as soon as he did a take and, and, put, and did his solo, but I literally was like, great, that, that's literally the best bit of the song. And you've done it in like... 10 seconds yeah maybe shouldn't have broken so, up the band anyway no band's not broken up we are, uh, we're writing tunes as we speak uh, obviously it's very difficult to do it over zoom um, so okay. we're working well, on it good luck with goodbye thank you but it's thank been it's, I mean it's single of the week single you can't week get any higher I mean it doesn't I get know. any better than that no I know honestly thank you so much I really really appreciate oh, it and we could at this point say Toby where can you buy it slash stream it Oh, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Music, iTunes, um, anywhere. Not the butchers, though, as we always <laughs> make that joke. We always make that joke. But literally you... any streaming service, uh, you can ask Alexa to play, play it as well. Okay. So, yeah. uh, well, hmm. I, haven't tri- I haven't tried it, but I guess so. Should I try it now? Go on, try it live okay, on air. Okay. Oh, hang on. Apologies <laughs> to anyone that has got Alexa. Yes. Well, I, I don't use the word Alexa, so we'll Oh, fine. that's fine, then. Okay. Oh, okay. Echo. Play Toby Stubbs. Good. Oh, hang on. Echo. <laughs> Play Goodbye by Toby Stubbs. Uh, oh, she can't find not. it. It's maybe obviously not. not available. Should I try mine? Well, no, it should be. It should be. Should I try mine? Oh, dear. Okay. This is what we're doing on the show now. Hang on, let me try mine. Play Goodbye by Toby Stubbs. Uh, oh, no, it came up with the lyric video, but it didn't play it. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's some work right. to be done. But yeah. anyway, yeah. it's available so not look, quite everywhere. Mm. Nearly, everywhere. Nearly everywhere. Nearly everywhere. Okay. Anyway, good luck with that. That's enough about that. Thank this is you. a film show. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, shall we have a look at this week's top ten? Yes, have you, yes, we yeah. shall. Let's, Excellent. Let's talk about that. Did Go you, on, then. Okay. Uh, this, have you sent it to me? Oh, you, you did on the 8th of March. No, no, I didn't send it. It's on our Facebook page. It's oh. a lovely little link and a picture with all of them, so you don't even have to bother downloading anything. Okay. Shall I start for you? You start, then. 
Well, you can talk about it, actually. Number 10 is Avengers Endgame. Uh, yes, no longer the most uh, watched film <laughs> in the box office. Uh, That's a very strange way of putting <laughs> what's happened this week. Yeah. It's, true, it's no longer the most successful box office film of all time yeah. because um, Avatar has been re-released in China, which means its box office is now greater than Avengers Endgame. Well, let's, well, let's just let them re-release that and we'll go back up. But anyway, it's a great film. It's uh, the ending of 10 years. Oh, well, I say, no, the closing of the first chapter uh, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe after 10 years of films uh, this is where they were all going towards and uh, they do it really really well it works really nicely um, it's it's a roller coaster of uh, emotions uh, throughout the whole film happy sad funny um, yeah it's really really good um, actually I've, I've seen clips over the last few days um, of the film and uh, just forgetting how good it is um, and yeah, just well, being in that clips of it, you can just put it on Disney. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, it's about four days long though. Um, I um, I've been seeing. Um, uh, there's been for some reason people have been sharing the sort of people reacting to it in the cinemas, and uh, we were talking about it. Uh, me and Amy were just how weird that was being in a cinema where it wasn't just deadly quiet. There was people actually reacting to it. Um, yeah, which that's was, annoying. Which I know you hate, but actually being in Absolutely that was hate because was that's quite what good. happens in American cinemas with every film yeah. you go and see. Oh, I hate it with every film, but I kind yeah. of enjoyed it being in Endgame. It's like we were like all my friends were there, but yeah, it's good. No, it's very annoying, yeah. but yes, it's very good. And the Russo brothers who directed it also directed the new film that's out on Apple TV Plus uh, this week. We'll be talking about Cherry a little bit later. Oh, all links. Uh, this week's number nine: Harry Potter, the complete film collection. Mm, that's cheating interesting. it's obviously on offer uh, on digital platforms you can buy the box set uh, at a reduced price that's why it's in the top 10 uh, strange it's, it's I've only ever seen all of them once I haven't seen all of them and controversially not mm. really bothered by them if I'm no. honest well, you should, I mean, okay. number, th- number th- I think it's three, is it the one that's directed by Alfonso Cuaron? Uh, Prisoner of Az- Azkaban is, is the best by a long shot. Number seven is uh, more like Carry On Camping. Uh, a lot of talking intense. Uh, it's very boring. But apart from that, very enjoyable. I just never really bothered. I sure. got more of a kick out of going to see the behind the scenes of it uh, in Watford. Um, than I did watching the films. I just I for some reason they just don't interest me. I don't know why. Okay. Chamber of uh, Chamber of Secrets is my favourite. I know that's that's not a not a common. Is favorite, that the second one? Well, the first. It is. Yeah. yeah. No second, second one. one second yeah. One. I don't know why. I just it has a place in my heart that film. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So were you were you in any of the films, Toby? Because I feel like most of the people from this area. Well, were. Uh, I nearly was. Oh, uh, I went to were. go and feel. I went to uh, the last one, the very last one. So Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Yeah. Um, did about a week, eight days filming. Mm. Uh, didn't make the cut. Brilliant. Oh, so, oh. such a shame. So, yeah. I've I've met yeah. so many people either at school or at college that went. Oh yeah, I was at, I was in the, the the extras for Harry Potter. Well, the, the great thing is, they literally did have hundreds yeah. of extras, like hundreds. Like all the students are just real people not cgi so yeah and you still didn't make the i know harry potter number eight number nine sorry uh and this week's number seven iron man uh the first the uh, the first one number eight sorry number eight uh, iron man the first one the first one directed by john favreau the template for all the rest of the films if this hadn't worked Mm. uh you probably wouldn't have a marvel cinematic universe but it did it worked really well um and it still holds up yeah and it was weird incredible film paul bettany's been talking about it um this week because he i don't know if you've heard this story he's he's told it a couple of times over the last few months he obviously is the voice of jarvis um and so obviously it was quite easy for him the film was done he just went and did some voiceover stuff and, and bits to help the story along um and his i think it was his agent said to him well that's it you know after the third film you know you're not gonna you know you're never gonna work again you're not you know there's no point you know you're you're done you're never gonna work again yeah that's what they said to him uh so he left uh sorry when they said he's never going to work again yeah because he was in the marvel because he said no because he was doing the voiceover he wasn't part of it he was just a voiceover um and he said he literally walked I out still, I, sorry can i can i i would need to clarify this yeah. why after doing the voiceover in a marvel film would he never work i again? don't know talk to paul bettany's ex-agent do you mean he would never be in a marvel film again i know he said that was it he said his career was over he wasn't yeah, his agent for much longer um but um he left that office um and kevin feige phoned him up and went look we've got this idea to move um 
um, Jarvis's character along and, and make you actually in in the films. Um, and Paul Bettany turned around and, and fired his agent. <laughs> apparently. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Good. Right, Great film, number eight. Uh, this week's number seven, uh, we've still not watched it, The Witches. Uh, which has been up for an award this week, Anne Hathaway is nominated for uh, Worst Actress in a Motion Picture at this year's Razzies. <laughs> yes. Uh, this week's uh, number six, Bird of Prey. Harley Quinn and something, 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 something. Yes, the emancipation of uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, one of so, um, if Marvel films are identified by the bad ones stick out like sore thumbs, then obviously the DC ones are <laughs> identified because the good ones yeah. stick out like sore thumbs. And this is one of the good ones. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's great. It is. It's good fun. It's colourful. It's somebody um, pointed out this week online that you can tell it's um, directed by a woman and it's got a woman's touch because during the final fight scene. They all share hair clips to put their hair up <laughs> before they that start fighting. True. And they said, if that was, if there was a man directing the film, that would <laughs> never have happened. Yeah, and it's not over the top CGI because DC CGI is not great. Um, it just, it, it's just, it's really good. Um, not, not all Marvel is great. No, not all Marvel is great. But if you're comparing the two of them, no. yeah, yeah. But uh, Marvel uh, haven't really done one that isn't over the top CGI, have they? No, really? but I mean the quality of the CGI is better. Yeah, but it would be nice if Marvel oh, yeah. did one that wasn't over the top seat, didn't end in a... Well, you, you know, might get it with, with a couple of the new ones, because they're more sort of, um, the less aliens and more sort of martial arts stuff, so... Mm. Mm. We'll see. Uh, this week's number five, uh, Hellraiser Judgment. <coughs> Uh, haven't seen it. No, no interest in seeing it. I mean, the original Hellraiser from the 1980s is fantastic, and it's a seminal piece of work. Gave us Pinhead, one of the most recognisable um, horror icons. Uh, this is probably the seventh or eighth sequel, oh. uh, and I've not seen any of them, but apparently none of them are very good. So, uh, <laughs> just straight to DVD. Ah, right, okay. Uh, we'll move on to number four then. Uh, Maze Runner, The Death Cure... It's funny, I watched all three Maze Runner films and I remember absolutely nothing about them. <laughs> well, I think I that's something about the, then. I remember the, I quite enjoyed the first one. Uh, the first one was uh, interesting and a slightly different. Couldn't tell you anything about the plot of the second third. Not even sure if Death Cure is the second or the third. Brilliant. Uh, Couldn't tell you. This week's uh, number three, a new film, uh, Cosmic Sin. Uh, straight to DVD, this is um, Bruce Willis in a, a sci-fi film. Now, Bruce Willis, if you look on his IMDb page, <coughs> he's at, in a lot of films, and they're mostly straight to DVD. Yeah. And because I'm kind of slightly in the business, I know he will work for five days, he will work four hours a day, and he will get $100,000. Wow. So he ends up being in these films for about ten minutes. Fair enough. And then he's shoved on the he's shoved on the sleeve, front and centre, and people think it's uh, a Bruce Willis film, and it really isn't. Oh, well, yeah, look at you with your insights. Uh, this week's number two, Duncan reviewed it last week. Uh, the Secret Garden. No, I didn't because I haven't seen it. Oh, okay, um, but it's didn't Sky. It. It's, it's on Sky <laughs> Cinema. It's a Sky exclusive. Uh, it's a remake of the um, famous children's um, uh, book. But haven't seen it. Don't know what it's like. Well, there we go. Uh, and but it's got your girlfriend. It's got your girlfriend. It's got Julie Walters in it. So we can't be wrong. No, let me be honest. Uh, and finishing off this marvelous uh, top ten, Spider-Man: Far From Home, which, as we all know, is better than the first one. Yes. Yes, Toby. Mm. Have we won you over yet? <laughs> not yet. No, not yet. Again, I need to watch. I need to watch them both again. Okay. Um, so I've only seen each one once. So okay. and apparently, we're getting a third. The next one should be uh, this year. Yeah. Okay. We're still waiting for Black That's Widow. Good. Fingers crossed. Yes, it should be out at the uh, the end of this year. But yeah, well, Black Widow now I think is going to be June, right. and that won't be going straight to streaming. That will be a theatrical release. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's got to be now. They've held off so <laughs> long. Say, they yeah. can't give in. They can't, they can't give in now. No. They've <laughs> got to put it in a cinema. But hopefully our cinemas, cinemas will be open. I think May cinemas can mm, open. June, I think. I think. No, I, th no, I think it's May. It's May. Oh. I think June is when all restrictions finish. Oh, yes, that's true. we go back to normal. Yeah. So I think it's about May the 19th. Cinemas will start opening again. So hopefully we'll get to see some of these big films there's a tailback <laughs> it's, it's like it's like what's that road that leads to dover when there's a problem on the oh, um, the m20 the eurostar when they yeah. have that giant car park there's one of those right you know, sort of with films How just you, waiting 
to come out. How do you think they're going to do it, though? Because, you know, there's Bond, there's Black Widow. They're probably Bond is now October. Right, okay. So we've definitely got a date yeah. for Bond. Quiet um, Place 2. Quiet Place 2, two which yeah. I think we said is June, didn't we, yeah, last June. October? That's June, yeah. Yep. But, yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. lot. Yeah. So, anyway. That's your top ten. We'll have another one of those next love week. Love music. Love talk. Love Wickham Sound. And this is Monday Movies. Duncan, Toby and Luke here with you through until eight o'clock. Uh, after the news at eight, Mr Q will be here with his country show. Uh, the Oscars were announced this morning. Live in Hollywood? No. Well, what? A, a gentleman live in Hollywood announced it, and then it, it cut to uh, the UK, My- where Nick Jonas and Priyanka Jonas uh, announced them. Why? Duncan, I do not know. Yeah? I have a question for you. Yeah. Tell me what you think about me. So was this, was this, um, could you see it on British TV? Yes, it was on BBC News. Okay. I was going to say, because I would like to know if they were producing it in Hollywood or producing it in London. I hope... It looked very Hollywood. Right. I was going to say, because that is, that's a lot of pain to be... Nick Jonas was wearing a bright yellow suit. Oh, nice. Put it that nice, way. It yeah. Was, yeah, I just don't understand why. No. Surely in Hollywood there were some film-related people <laughs> who could have made this announcement. So. Not all actors are over here. There are there's enough of them over there still. And I wouldn't say Nick Jonas was you know high up on the acting stakes. I mean he may have oh, done Jumanji, true, yeah. but he's not exactly a you know. Anyway, they announced them. Um, uh, let's run why through a we few asked? of them because obviously, exactly why yeah. weren't we asked? Well, maybe they've heard Drive Time. Um, <laughs> Just saying. <coughs> no offence. That's right. Intended. Non-taken. Obviously, a lot taken. Mm. Um, obviously, a lot of these we won't have seen because they've not either not been released yet or they've just been released on some streaming platforms and we had a chance to see them. Best film. Uh, we've got The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah. Can I just say, I was going to review Judas and the Black Messiah because I was sent a preview copy of it by Warner Brothers. Oh, get you. Um, my internet went down my internet went down halfway through the film and when it came back up and I went to log back on, uh, it wouldn't allow me to do it. So Brilliant. I've only seen half of the film. Was that half? Uh, Mank, That's so annoying. Which Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal and The Trial of the Chicago 7. They are the eight nominations for Best Film. Uh, leading actress, Viola Davis, has made history. She is the most nominated black female actress ever. She's been nominated for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, then Andra Day for United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carey Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Uh, leading actor, you're excited about this one, Toby? I am. I am indeed. Because Riz Ahmed has been nominated for Sound of Metal, a film that Toby has been waiting to see, it, it feels like, for years. Well, I just, yeah, I mean, I, I read about it, it must have been... I'm even going to go with about two thirds of the way through last year. So it was about September or something. Mm. I read about it. Um, and then they said it was going to come out in December and then it didn't. And then they said it was going to come out in March and then it didn't. Um, so I mean, all, th- all things being normal, we would have been watching this at a cinema sometime, yes. sometime yeah. last year. Um, yeah. But as it is, it's now going to be released on Amazon prime on April the 9th. I want to say. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So, that's so uh, I'll be there. I'll be there. In, in my your, room. In your lounge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in my so, lounge, re- exactly. leading actor, um, obviously he won't win, uh, nor will Anthony Hopkins for The Father, nor will Gary Oldman for Mank, and nor will Stephen Young for Minari, because Chadwick Boseman is nominated for Ma his Black Bottom, and much like um, Heath Ledger won for The Dark Knight, I would imagine Chadwick Boseman will be given that, just as a posthumous Oscar. I agree. Okay, so we're all very quiet. No, we were listening intent to you. I've got some questions um, for you, but you're running through them first, so it's fine. Uh, okay, actress uh, in a supporting role, Maria Bakalova for Borat, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, who's also been nominated for a Razzie for Worst worst Supporting actor, Actress oh. for the same part. Oh, okay. Uh, Olivia Coleman uh, for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and Ki- uh, Yu Jung Young for Minari. Interestingly, actor in a supporting role, Daniel Kaluuya has been nominated for Judas and the Black Messiah, mm. and so has Lakeith Stanfield. 
Right. Which, uh, now, I've watched half it. Very good film. Don't want to review it until I've seen the other half. But if Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are both supporting, I'm not sure who they're supporting. <laughs> because they're, what, what, they're both basically leads. Right. So th- well, maybe that's why they've the, done it. They've done it nice and fairly. No one's the lead. They're both supporting. Well, no, they are. They should both be actor in a leading role. Right, okay. Not actor in a supporting role, because that, that leads, it to, leads you to believe that there is somebody else that they're mm. supporting. And there's mm. not. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen's nominated for The Trial of Chicago 7, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, and Paul Racy for Sound of Metal. And I was listening to an American podcast, and they said, if you can get good odds on Paul Racy for The Sound of Metal, stick a fiver on it. Oh, really? Because they think yeah. he's the um, surefire winner of that one. Mm. 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 there we go those are the main um, best director award nominations you can do do best director yes directing is Thomas Vinterberg for another round David Fincher for Mank Lee Isaac Chung for Minari Chloe Zhao for Nomadland and Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman so going back up the list uh, Mm. best director who do you think will win that uh I have a terrible feeling that the Academy are going to be all politically correct and diverse because of the complaints over the last couple of years and the awards are going to be a very diverse bunch. So, I mean, I've, I've only seen Mank out right. of those, um, which I think is it's a bit like Roma, uh, which okay. won, won all the awards last time. That was a Netflix film. Wasn't, wasn't a fan of that. No, let's not go down that again. David Finch is one of my favourite directors, but I was not a fan of Mank. Uh, I think this will probably go, if all the other awards or anything to go by, to Chloe Zhao for No Man Land. Mm. <clears throat> it's nicely Emerald Fennell there, who, if you've watched The Crown, Emerald, F- Emerald Fennell wrote and directed Promising Young Woman, and she's been nominated for, it's been nominated for Best Film, Kerry Mulligan for Best Actress, and Emerald Fennell herself for Best Director. And she was, if you've watched The Crown, she plays Camilla Parker Bowles ah. in the last season of The Crown. Yeah. I, I hope that, I'm um, sure she probably won't, but Olivia Coleman gets Best Supporting Actress because then we can have a great speech again. No, I think if you're looking for actress in a supporting role, um, again, I think it's going to be diversity. I think it will be Maria Bakalova for Borat or Yu Jong Jung for Minari. Supporting actor? supporting actor uh, i'm gonna go with well paul racy is the favorite apparently oh, that's but true. i'm gonna go with daniel kalua uh, best actor best actor again it's really hard to say because i've only seen one of them but you know you've, um, you you got insights you know you know oh, no best actor we've already agreed it's it's Chadwick. Chadwick, yeah. yeah uh best actress best actress uh, i would go with Frances McDormand and finally best picture I think they're going to go diverse and either go for Minari or Nomadland Uh, okay there we go there's Duncan's predictions find out whenever whenever it is June sometime I think they're they're being um, oh no uh, 25th of April apparently oh 25th of April in in London or in Hollywood (laughs) probably both probably both (laughs) Just ping, ping it across the Atlantic, it'll be fine. We live in a Zoom world now. Yeah, we can do true. it anywhere. We don't have to... Yeah. So, any thoughts? Well, I think, you know, it's finally nice to see that it is a, a, a diverse... Um, I'm going to say catalogue, but that's not the right word. No. Nominations. List, yeah, nominations. List of nominations. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the thing with this, though, is, and especially this year, because of the cinemas not being open for most of the year, everything being on streaming sites, you, you, we don't really get to see them beforehand, or you don't. Um, it's very strange that I've not I've only seen one yeah. of the best film nominations. I mean normally uh, you normally I've seen eight or nine of those yeah. ten usually. Um but yeah, so it's gonna be very interesting. I mean great for the films because now when they do get released it'll be like an Oscar nominated or Oscar winner. Well yeah, I think if in a normal year half of those films wouldn't be nominated. No. Uh if Pieces of a Woman with Vanessa Kirby had come out theatrically, it wouldn't have done anything, it wouldn't have got any box office. No. I don't think anyone would have noticed it, so it probably wouldn't have got any nominations. So uh, the good thing is there's lots of films here that people probably wouldn't have seen uh, that are going to get some attention and it might, you know, get them some viewers. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it kind of works for them. Yeah, but but it's it's odd that there's no big block. Even in the big eight, because normally they throw, you know, Avengers Endgame got thrown in, didn't it? Yeah, Just to, to, to placate the, the masses. Uh, there's no big film in there 
no big blockbuster. That is true. Film. Yeah. What they're about all, even they're in, all kind of arty. Even in the sort of the smaller categories, like best special effects, is there no? Uh, Tenet's in there uh, for best special effects, um, but I don't think. I mean, there's there's a film in best special effects that I've never heard of. I mean, to be honest, so there hasn't been a Marvel film out in the last year. You're not going to believe this. I tell you, Luke, I meant to tell you about this. Okay, best visual effects, Mulan, <laughs> Tenet, right. okay, yeah. The Midnight Sky, yeah. Love and Monsters, which I have never heard of, so I'm going to have to look up, mm. and unbelievably, now an Oscar-nominated film, the one and only Ivan. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Which you and I both hated. Yeah, we're not a fan of that at all. But it is now an Oscar-nominated film. But I suppose, really, because if this was in, in, in normal world, you know, in a parallel mm. universe, you know, Bond would have probably been, like, visual effect or film editing or something. You would have had at least two or three Marvel films in there. Yes, you'd have had... Um, Black Widow would have been released by now, so that would be in there for visual effects. Bond would be in there for visual effects. So, yeah, there's just been no big... Which I think is quite films. nice, though, for the smaller films. They're not competing with the Bonds and the Marvels and the other Disney films. Mm. So, actually, I think it's nice this year that it is giving that chance to the smaller, arty films. Yeah, I'm just trying... I'm just looking up to see what Love and Monsters is. Uh, i just read you the synopsis. In a monster-infested world, Joel learns his girlfriend is 85 miles away. To make the journey... Joel discovers his inner hero to be with the girl of his dreams. Uh, it oh. looks like a straight-to-DVD kind of Right, title, okay. I'll be honest. And I've never oh, yeah, it, it really does, doesn't it? It really doesn't look like an Oscar-nominated no. <laughs> film when you look at the poster. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, good for them. Good for them. Again, you know, if Marvel and Disney were, you know, and Bond were here, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't have a chance. So, well done. Congratulations exactly. to all the exactly. nominations. Yeah. Well done, everybody. If, if they're listening... You've all done very well. You've all done very well, yes. Yeah. When's the, um, the, the uh, BAFTAs? <laughs> they're shortly after, aren't they, normally? Uh, usually they're just before. Oh, OK. So we, have we had the nominations already? We have, haven't we? Oh, yes. That yeah. was a couple of weeks ago, the BAFTA oh, nominations. Yeah, yeah, which... Uh, was slight yeah they did separate Lake East Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya so one did get best actor uh, that's true, yeah. and one got best supporting actor yeah. um, but Emerald Fennell uh, was shut out I think even oh. though she's English and it's a British production she didn't get the nominations but we, anyway, we should say the yeah. Brits did quite well this year as well on the list not you know we probably won't win anything but you know the Brits have done yeah Brits have done well the Brits have done really well um, I'm just going to see we got um, Olivia Coleman. So in the actress, Vanessa Kirby, Carey yep. Mulligan. So we've got two in actress. In actor, Riz Ahmed, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman. We've got three. Supporting actress, uh, Olivia Coleman. And supporting actor, Daniel Kaluuya, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, two. Two. And we've got two in the directing as yeah, well. We've done See? very well we've this done year. done well. Well done us. We've done very, very well. Done well done us. Well done, everybody. Well done. And do you know what? In a few years' time... Oh, I forgot to say, best original song, um, Huskovic from oh. Eurovision Song Contest, Story of Fire Saga, has been nominated for best song. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's good, because we like that. We do. And in a few years' time, Toby Stubbs will probably be nominated. He probably will. No, 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 no. He'll be cut best from all No, no, And the most cut from films <laughs> Toby Stubbs. Is with a hundred and... <laughs> yeah, probably. Good. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to try and um, I'm trying to write a short at the moment. Oh, um, short film. Short film. Oh, okay, excellent. Um, but it's yeah, struggling to come up with a storyline in such a tight, dead, you know, short uh, amount of period of time. So, are you on a deadline? No, no, no. Sorry, as in I'm trying to get a story. You know, it's yeah. going to be about 15, 20 minutes. But right to try and get a good story in 15, 20 minutes is not that long. Okay. So, so yeah, you might be able to review a film that I make. Later Exciting, yeah. On in life, it might not be for another few years yet. But oh, we'll okay. I'll, I'll probably be dead. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> can you hurry up? Uh, can you make? Can you make it quick, just so I get I'll, a chance to see it? I'll try. I'll Thank try. you very much. That's great. <laughs> uh, okay, it's Oscar nominations, uh, and we'll talk about them when they are announced in April in whichever country they decide to do it. Uh, some reviews? Yeah, if you want. Please. Well, who's seen something then? Oh, uh, that's... Go off you go, Duncan. Oh, actually, I don't know. Luke, have you seen anything this week? I feel like I've watched something this week, but I can't actually remember what it was. I We sat down and watched a oh. film. I don't know what... 
though. Would help if you wrote these things yeah, down. Yeah, really good, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? So <laughs> yeah. that you, you know, we can talk about them later today. Okay, so uh, we'll start with the documentary, um, which is on Netflix. So the sign of a good documentary, as I've said before, is that it it has to make you interested in something that probably you've got no interest in. So uh, I watched a documentary on Netflix yesterday called Pele, which is about the life of the Brazilian footballer Pele and. According to some, I don't know, we'll have to ask Bob and Colin, uh, widely acknowledged as the greatest footballer who ever lived and who ever played. Uh, and this follows his career from a small child in Brazil, growing up, becoming a member of the Brazilian team, playing in the 1966 World Cup, where they went out in the group stages uh, and where they decided that they would, other countries decided that Brazil played a very open kind of football and every other country decided to shut them down and mark Pele and he was fouled virtually every five or ten minutes he vowed after losing in that world cup that he would never play in a world cup again but he's persuaded by the dictatorship in brazil to come back for the 1970 world cup in um, mexico and what it does is it contrasts his life with the life of um brazil as a country because i hadn't realized that brazil was under a dictatorship for quite so much of this time where people were beaten and um just disappeared if they disagreed with uh, the people oh, in charge didn't either. and no and uh, also it, it contrasts quite nicely with the the life of muhammad ali because they were both black sportsmen who were role models in their various countries Muhammad Ali took a political stance in a lot of things. He became very political and made his opinions known, whereas Pele didn't. He became very, he was very neutral. He would never side with the government or against the government. And if the government asked him to go and do a, an appearance, he would do that. And he said the reason, or his friends in this documentary said the reason he had to do that was because if he did disagree with the government or if he did stand up against them, there's a very good chance he would either disappear or he'd be arrested and beaten and put in jail for no apparent reason. So it's a, it's a really interesting documentary. I've got no interest in football, as you know, um, but I found it really interesting. Uh, you, you do see why he became so famous. You do see why he's recognised as the greatest player who ever lived. Um, and one of the... Sort of the starkest images, strangely, is right at the very start, the pre-credit sequence, you see a lot of him playing football in his prime, and then it cuts to an, a big empty room with a chair in the middle, and he walks in on a Zimmer frame and sits down. And it's the, the stark contrast of seeing him in his prime playing football and seeing him now as a frail, older man um, was, was quite um, very moving. I thought. Mm. But it's a very interesting documentary, even if you've got no interest in football at all, uh, if you're just interested in, in history and world politics, uh, it's a very good watch. Nice. I feel like I've seen a, a documentary about Pelé at some point. It might have been around I'm one sure. of... Oh, sorry. Uh, it might have been around one of the, the World Cups, um, and that was that was very interesting. I'm sure there have been others. This is a, yeah, this is a um, Netflix exclusive Um unusually for netflix it's nice and short wow it's only an it's only an hour and 40 minutes long so uh yeah it's good uh but yeah it's well worth watching and it um contrasts nicely with another documentary which you can watch is on uh, sky documentaries now it's a two-part documentary about tiger woods which i'm halfway so this, through and this, uh, is, this is sorry i was just gonna say this is what i was gonna ask you about oh yeah this is about four hours long it's over two episodes um, and I'm only halfway through at the moment. And basically, I didn't know he, he became a golfer because he had the pushiest dad in the world who wanted him to be a golfer, didn't want him to do anything else. He wasn't interested in any other sports, and he was kind of forced into Did he want to do golf? golf. Uh, they start him playing golf at eight. Uh, wow. Younger, I think he's on TV, on a TV chat show with Bob Hope, playing golf in a studio putting when he's about eight or nine years old wow okay so, oh yes i think i've seen that yeah properly. he was he was playing golf before he could actually talk properly because he, he had a stutter and he was also very, a very late developer so he didn't talk properly for quite a while so he was playing golf before he could actually talk and there's there's an there's a scene from a tv show where they're interviewing him and they're trying to get him to say does he like to does he do you like playing golf and I think I think the interviewer is trying to get you know are you forced to play golf yeah. or not? And after asking him three or four times, basically t little Tiger Woods just looks into the interviewer and says, "I need a poo poo." Right. Okay. And that's oh. how young he was when he was you know on TV and being turned into this golfer. But yeah, it's a it's a it's very interesting so far. What did you want to ask about it, Toby? 
Well, no, I just wanted to see what kind of path it went down, but you haven't finished it yet. So. No, it's very interesting. And I'm sure they're kicking themselves because obviously this was um, shown in America a few months ago. And obviously, uh, was it two weeks ago when he crashed his yeah. car, totaled his car and broke mm. his leg safe? They just hold, held off for a few more months. So they had, had a nice end to their uh, documentary. But yeah, I've got uh, another episode to go. So I've still got two hours to go. Right, okay. No, it's just, so. it's funny, as I've got older, I've got more and more into golf, so, um, no, just I'd be intrigued to watch that. Mm, I didn't know he was, I didn't, I didn't know he was kind of forced to do it. I thought he just... I, I'm going to say forced, I mean, if, I don't okay, know, you, you watch it, it's, yeah, you know... Navigated. The, yeah, you know these pushy mums who get their kids yeah. to go on the stage into musicals, you know, they're pushing from the sidelines, it's kind of like that, but for golf. I mean, I've not got... To the part where you find out too much about his dad, but from what I've seen so far, his dad doesn't seem like the nicest guy in the world. Put mm, it that right, way. Okay. So, yeah. so what what sort of age is he at now? At the point you've got to, uh, he's just won his first Masters. Oh, okay. So he's twenty okay. something, I think. Uh, when he, and when where he can you watch Masters. that? It's on Sky Documentaries. So okay, it's download, Sky. downloadable it's from Sky. Oh, yeah, that's the only place you can watch it, I think. Uh, if you have got Sky, you can watch it. It's simply called Tiger. Uh, the Pele one is simply called Pele. Another new film that came out on Friday is Cherry. So this is the new mm. film from the Russo brothers. Uh, we mentioned them earlier because they directed the last two Avengers movies. So after directing the most successful film of all time, they basically could write their own ticket and they could make whatever they wanted. What they've decided to make is um, a strange hybrid film for Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, they've taken their Spider-Man star, Tom Holland, and he plays the lead of... Ch- currently, it's called Cherry. I'm sure that's not his name in the actual film. They don't say what his name is, though, do they, during the film? Um, I'm probably sure they do. Well, I'm to... sure so I saw Tom Holland in an interview say we don't actually say his name. Mm, I'd have to watch it again, which no, I'm okay. not going to do, um, <laughs> to find no. out. Uh, he plays the lead character. He's a young man who um, is kind of drifting. He falls in love. Uh, he finds the love of his life. She tells him that she's then leaving to go to Canada to study. He gets depressed, joins the army, goes to the uh, signs up to the army, gets deployed to the Middle East, comes back with PTSD. His girlfriend comes back. They join up together, buy a house, and turn into heroin addicts to fuel their habit. They decide to start robbing banks. Uh, and that's your story, basically. Right. Um, it's told in chapters like a book, and I realise at the end when it says it's based on a book by somebody, so that's probably why. Each section is filmed in a slightly different way. Yeah. And it's kind of as though the Russo brothers wanted to say, these are the filmmakers we like, so we're going to kind of copy their style. So you start in 2002 uh, when he's the youngster... Um, with his mates sort of just hanging around and Mm. it's filmed like Martin Scorsese you move to 2003 when he goes into the army the first part is filmed like Stanley Kubrick it's basically a complete rip off of Full Metal Jacket Uh, and then when they actually go into the war it's filmed like um, Apocalypse Now and it's like a a Coppola film when they get to the drug section you kind of think of Danny Boyle and then when it gets to the end section when they're robbing the banks it's very stylistically similar to Sidney Lumet and Dog Day Afternoon and things like that so each section has got a distinct a distinct visual style but it's also which is good because it separates each one and you know you go through life you know life is is different yeah. parts of your life are different you remember them differently what is off-putting is they are so obviously styles based on well-known directors right. that it's kind of like they're just ripping them off and then what they've done over let me get this right the two hour and 22 minute running time is they've just thrown everything in the kitchen thing. It's, it's as if to say... I mean, they didn't have anything to prove. Everyone knew they could make a film because they made the two Avengers films. Yeah. But they kind of just threw the works at this. You know, you want long, slow-mo tracking shots, you've got them. You want long, overhead drone shots, got them. You want really long, overhead static shots, got those as well. You want different coloured um, saturations in your stri- screens, got that as well. You want scenes where ev- the action all completely stops and your main character just carries on moving around, got that. You want the main character breaking the fourth wall and talking to the camera every every few minutes, you've got that as well. So they throw everything at the screen. Some of it works, some of it doesn't, but it all becomes a bit of 
a mess in the end. Oh dear! And they're yeah, it's like they're you know they've just made the most successful film of all time, and it's as though someone, no one was willing to say, "Do you think this is too much?" <laughs> Do you think you should just pare it back right. a little bit? And it's an ex- incredibly depressing film. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of clips from it. And it's not, you know, cheery at all. It, it's not cheery at all. It doesn't have a redemptive ending either. It's got, you know, an incredibly depressing ending. But obviously, that's down to the book. I yeah. would imagine that it's based. <laughs> they couldn't really change uh, the ending, could they? No, I mean Tom Holland is very good, mm. and the girl who plays his girlfriend, uh, Clara Bravo, is good as well. But where they get let down is during the um, heroin addict section, because they still look like fresh-faced youngsters. Remember in tra- Train Spotting, mm. um, Ewan McGregor lost all the weight, looked haggard. He looked like a heroin well, addict. You say that, mm. Tom. I've watched an interview with him with I think Jimmy Fallon. I think. Um, and he said he had to lose a load of weight for for half of it, and then put it back on again for the rest of the film. And they were well, they, he, he hang on, completely And then so they were they were doing all the um, the sort of bit where he's put the weight back on again. Um, and the Russo brothers came up to him and went, uh, "We we want to go back and do another bit." in the in their heroin addicts scenes so he then had to lose a lot of weight again so i i was i was going to ask you about this actually because i wonder if a lot of the second stuff he he wasn't where he was at the first place because they went and redid it again complete waste of his time because he doesn't look like a drug he he does not convince him and his the girl do not convince no whereas in train train spotting yeah he he still looks like a fresh you know they put a little bit of dark under his eyes to mm. give him a slight bag under his eyes but he still looks like a, a very attractive young man you know in, in fairly nice clothes yeah he doesn't it, it didn't convince whereas the scenes in the uh, the war were very convincing and quite um heart-wrenching and the, the, the scenes at the start where he's the the youngster um look good as well but no the heroin scenes he, he just does not com- you know he's a he's a very good actor yeah but he just I, cannot pull that bit i off. wonder then if that was in the reshoots then where he he was wasn't he wasn't he said you know i wasn't back to the where i was when we first did it there were no scenes where he looked any different to me mm, i wonder if that's he why did- then he didn't look thinner in any of the scenes. Yeah, I can't remember how much. He, if he, it's on Jimmy Fallon's YouTube channel, but yeah, he was pretty much like I was. Yeah. He 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 sounded quite annoyed by the fact that he had lost all this weight, put the weight back on again, and then tried to lose it again. But obviously, because of timing, didn't have well enough time. I mean, to even uh, if he did lose weight, either they didn't use any scenes where no. he lost weight, or. It, it just didn't look any different. Yeah, because, well, I'm wondering if that's what happened then. No, so, so on the whole, it's a so mess. It's, ten. Oh, I'm, oh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> um, six. Sorry, we finished. Yeah, bye. Six. <laughs> now, I was going to say, there are bits in it which are impressive, and there are scenes where impressive uh, that are impressive, and you think, well, okay, yeah, the Russo brothers, they know how to film certain things. They don't particularly know how to string this together because it doesn't hang together particularly well at all um and there was something else i was gonna say and then toby cut me off and i can't oh, toby. sorry oh, sorry that's annoying isn't it sorry yeah. what was i oh i know what i was gonna say it's strange because oh, it starts go. in 2002 and it only goes up and t- so for, for the first two hours and 10 minutes it goes from 2002 to 2007 right for the last six minutes it covers the last 15 years oh okay which is a very strange thing to cram everything into the last bit and also even though it's set from 2002 to 2015 or whatever it all looks like it was filmed in the it was set in the 70s and that's i think is because they were going for the scorsese the coppola the sydney lumet it doesn't look nothing looks like it's modern it all looks like it's retro which is very yeah, strange. Yeah, I got the feeling from that, yeah. Modern. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting failure, I would do say. You, I mean, from the sound of it, the Russo brothers went, we want to do this, and someone went, yeah, go on, then here's the money, off you go. Yes. And no and one sort of, will, sort of checked it. Yes, and they, they will, you know, film history is littered with people who've had huge hits yeah. who then get allowed to do their vanity projects and muck it up yeah. and then never get back to doing the big films. 
so yeah, I mean, if you forget, if you forget about um, Avengers, the um, what do you call it? the Avengers films? Uh, yeah, so what they did: Civil War, Infinity War, and, <coughs> and Endgame. Didn't yeah, they? so they did. Um, they've done Cherry, so that's not great. They did You, Me, and Dupree, which is a pretty lame comedy with Owen Wilson. They did Welcome to Collingwood, which is one of uh, George Clooney's only disasters. <laughs> um, and that's about it. They Because they were famous for TV. They yeah. did um, Arrested, De- Arrested Development is the thing, and Community were the two things that they were famous for. They just need uh, a, so, a yeah, good I team around them by the sounds of it. Someone to go, actually, no, this is a bit they were given Yeah, they were given too much. they were given too much money and they weren't... They need a Kevin Feige looking out over them. Well, they just need they just need someone to you know Have to a go stop. Them. You know, two yeah. hours and twenty two minutes is a ridiculous amount of time for a film. Anyway. Yeah, it's quite long, isn't it? Anyway, there we go. That's it. Cherry. If you want to watch it, it's on Apple TV Plus. Don't forget, allow yourself an extra half an hour to find, find it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it, I'm finished. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, well, oh, okay. I um, I watched uh, the behind-the-scenes of the WandaVision um, thing, programme, the other day, mm-hmm. uh, and it answered some questions for us, Duncan. Because in the, one you of see, the... this is the thing. This is... The, can, I just, can I just say, can yeah. I just complain quickly before you start? Mm, I can tell I you. I don't want to have to have my questions answered by watching another programme. Oh, no, no, hang on. You don't know what I'm going to talk about. It's nothing to do with the story. Nothing to do with the story at all. Um, okay. Do you remember in the first episode... We were wondering if they used visual effects or if it was all CGI for when when all the plates are flying around and stuff like that. Probably not. Mm-hmm. No, uh, that anyway, was, that was that was a long time ago. It yeah. was they were oh. all physical yeah. um, physical props. They all they went back to old school way of doing it. So the filming of it was all mm-hmm. old school. They brought in an audience for the actual thing. That the audience dressed up in the theme of the the decade they be- were shooting. I believe in. I told you. I told. I told you there was an audience. No, no, I know, the, but I was just you. saying that the, the way that they, you know, they dressed up, uh, the cameras they used, they did it like a set that how they used to do it back then as well. Um, so it, it was just nice that they were they were filming it and shooting it and lighting it um, and doing the the effects like they used to have d- done in those decades, which I thought was very nice. Good. And where's that? That's on Disney. That's Plus. on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's their new. I'm guessing because a lot of films are probably not going to have as a big of DVD release. I think they're going to put all their behind-the-scenes stuff on Disney+, Plus, as Marvel mm-hmm. assembled. Okay. Um, and obviously, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier start streaming exclusively on Disney+, Plus uh, on Friday. Is it this Friday? It's uh, this Friday, yeah. No. Good. Good review so How far. exciting. From, from the press. Well, we'll believe... Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we'll reserve, let's reserve yeah. judgment. Reviews don't mean anything, do they? Reserve judgment. <laughs> you can't say that on this show. Who knows? You can't. What's you, can't, that? you can't say that reviews mean nothing on a show that reviews films. Other, <laughs> other, other oh right, I other see. reviews, Luke. Other reviews. Other Obviously, reviews. everything here is uh, yeah. set in stone. Of course. Uh, do, do we know if they're half-hour episodes? Uh, I think the timings are a bit like Wandavision. Some are longer than others. I believe about half hour. Okay. I, again, I think they haven't been confirmed Good. yet, so it's the waiting on it. Well. Someone's confirmed them, surely. It drops on Friday. Well, this is true, but well, must, interestingly, someone knows. With, someone knows. interestingly, with WandaVision, they were still, they were editing it as they were going through, uh, which makes sense with some of the um, mistakes that were made. Mistakes? Yeah. I can't think, mistakes? I can't so, think of the word of, that I'm thinking of. When things don't match up during, during it, can, can not continue, no. What's the word, Duncan? Continuity. Thank you very much. There were some continuity, continuity errors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about uh, thingy and the winter doodah next week. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Falcon? Falcon and the Winter, Soldier, the winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, mate, and Toby will watch something, and he'll be able to join in next week. <laughs> Toby. I will. I will. Yeah. No, I'll watch. I'll definitely watch something. This Excellent. Week. Are you going to rush off and watch Cherry? Well. I, uh, I'm not as excited now. You've you've talked about it. No, neither am I. Really. No, I was like watch really it, excited. Watch it in to see watch it. it in sections. Make I tell you what, you should watch it like a TV show. Once the title card comes up and it moves on to a different section, stop and then watch it the next day. So treat it like a, like a four part series. Maybe that would actually be better. Well, that's true. Okay. Hmm. Because it is okay. split up into sections anyway, so you could do it like. Oh, that. it sounds like the, they kind um, of did yeah. what One Division do if they're doing all different themes. They just did themes, not decades. 
But no, it's just it's just so obviously they wanted it to look like yeah. Scorsese Coppola, but it's just and it was just like why? Surely you could you've got your own style. Why don't you make your own mark? So it just seemed a little bit twee for me. Anyway, anyway, that's it. We oh. will be back next week, and we will be reviewing uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and something else probably, but we'll decide on that later because we don't know because Netflix big film every week still doesn't seem to be <laughs> happening, happening for some strange reason. Uh, Luke and Toby, thank you very much. Thank you, Duncan. We're back. Well, there wasn't much yeah. Toby, was there? No, no. <laughs> it wasn't. You were right. Yeah. Um, you knew there yeah. wasn't going to be much I here. have some breaking news. Oh, Go. okay. Break, breaking news. Go. Go. Um, I know the reason why Toby doesn't appear on when you ask Alexa slash Google. Why is why? that? Because he spells it with an I. He spells Toby with an I. So okay. I have just uh, typed into Google Assistant... Um, play Toby Stubbs goodbye with an I and mm. it then comes up with it and starts Let me show this Echo play goodbye by Toby Stubbs oh good shout no yeah. that's interesting okay uh, Echo know, then. play goodbye no because brilliant yeah, yeah that's not you that's not you is no, it that's not you no, no. I don't think so yeah. listen yeah, no, that's not, no, that's, that's, not, not him. that's not him. Echo, stop. No, that's not him. Oh, dear. What a shame. I know, it is a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just checking to see, I'm just checking my Apple Music to see if it's actually in there. Uh, let me have a look. Toby. Toby Stubbs. Stubbs. Toby. Levi Stubbs. Toby. Artist, look, artist. Well, he is an artist. Toby Stubbs. <laughs> Why are you surprised by that? Goodbye. There you go. Oh no! You know why? You need you need um, Amazon Unlimited to play it, Toby. Uh, it's not available with just Prime. You have to be an unlimited member and subscribe, which do I not, don't do. Right. Do you not have? Right. Oh no, no! See, I've got it. Mine's streaming off Spotify, so that's yeah, why. No, I don't have unlimited. Yeah. Sorry, that's why I can't actually, play it. Actually, Luke, if your if your thing's connected to Spotify, that should work. If you say yeah, like, so that's what Toby, I did. So I did well, it. Stubbs, I said play Toby Stubb, Toby Stubb goodbye, but it tried to search it T O B Y. And then when I typed T-O-B-I into Google Assistant, it came up with it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So How exciting. We anyway. Uh, we've got a special uh, guest as well uh, joining us. Who? Uh, well, normally we have this, uh, this row- rowdy bunch. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. Yeah. No authority at all. Uh, not this week, though. Um, mm. Catherine Hanna is joining us. Uh. And I killed Sparky, too. I mean, of course, yeah. she'd be really cheesed off if you knew she knew you were mispronouncing her name uh, what, every what, single what is it? time. Han, Han, H A H N. There's no, there's no, there's no A at the end. It's not Hannah. I it? just like to like to add an A in there. Han, Han. Yeah, well, Han. should be doing one. This is I killed Luke as well. So, so. Han, Han. Um, uh, talking okay. of Toby's song, he gave us yep. a challenge last week. Oh, what? Yes, did he? Um, which was uh, to work out what it, what is it, what is it all about? Mm-hmm. Uh, Duncan, what do you think it's all about? Uh, I think it's about um, a young man who is man. obsessed with wildlife and right. arm, um, <laughs> firearms and is running around the countryside shooting sheep with a BB gun. Is that... Am Why I did close? you pick... What lyrics gave you that? Uh, goodbye. <laughs> that one. Goodbye. Where you keep saying goodbye. goodbye. And then I, said, I noticed a sheep little thing in there no i think i think it's about uh, someone saying goodbye to their childhood they're maturing and moving into adulthood toby the correct answer correct answer is done uh, okay, well there you go. excellent very good go. it's a great good it's, good really, it's a really good song it's all right thank you thank you <laughs> it's okay it's okay toby let's not go mad you know yeah no fair enough you know enough. you know what i mean I've got- you're not you're not chris martin got more on the way so it's not his proper name it's Ooh, a threat or a promise I've got more <laughs> bit, of, bit, of, bit of a threat yeah I've got more on the I've way more, got more I've got more way. songs that could be worse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we look forward to them because yeah. yes they're so far both good both good we like them both um, single of the week as well yeah, on drive time let's I mean, see if you can make it a hat I don't think anyone's had a hat trick of singles of the week uh, oh sorry McFly obviously no because anyway. no, they've only no because they've only just come back so they've only had two mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. No. Someone like Jess Glynn. No, Jess Glynn. Dua Lipa, probably. Dua Lipa's only had two, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I predict uh, the Grammys. uh, Harry Styles. Uh, Yes, Harry might have. 
There Possibly, yeah. Oh, well, you're in good company. Yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah. Grammy Award winning. Um, yeah. A nice short podcast because Duncan's got to leave. I've got a dash. Okay. Um, we will be back next week, though, with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and something else. And do you know what? I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling Luke and Toby will watch something for next week because think so? I, I think you're both feeling a little bit bad that you couldn't contribute and you made me yeah. almost lose, lose my voice. Yeah. Do you think that? I'd like to think that, but yeah. obviously I don't because you, you I know can, neither of you yeah. give a. <laughs> and oh, now you're gonna have to that. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you're doing well. well. Uh, keep yeah. safe. Oh, you're talking to the listener. I thought you were yeah, talking to me. Yeah, not you. I don't care about okay. you. Uh, keep, <laughs> keep washing your hands. Yeah, and, keep safe. Uh, one day we'll soon, uh, we'll, we'll be, be out. out we'll be out of this. Um, oh, I've got. My, I was going to say this time next week, next week, I'll have my jab, but I won't. No, two weeks. Two I'll weeks. Have my jab, yeah. yeah. Um, and to, to say goodbye, here is Toby saying goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, I thought you were going to play a bit of his song with him saying goodbye. No. No. Oh, okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.